With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Did you wear any Steelers gear during the Super Bowl? I did not. I wore a hoodie. So you're fake. Is that, I mean, I, when I, the party that I was at had people in Steelers gear. You got to wear your Steelers gear during I wore a nice little Steelers pullover during no, the game. I did not. You got to wear your Steelers gear. I just wore a hoodie. Gear. We won the most of these things, man. It's a day to celebrate our greatness. How do they get back to that game? Mm. That's what everybody in Steelers mm. Nation wants to know. They want to wear their Steelers gear, gear and actually watch the right, Steelers right. play in the game. And I want to wear that jersey with a purpose. It's been a while. It's been a while. Well, over, here's the thing, over Tom. Ten years here's the thing, Tom. You say that you and I are going to be here if the Steelers are in the yeah, Super Bowl. But we're going to be with at a party, I drinking dig- beers, and eating wings. I digress. I'd, I'd like my fellow man in Pittsburgh and woman in Pittsburgh to have that experience. I will lay on the sword. <laughs> In order for everyone else in the city to have a great time. But yeah, I mean, it's been over 10 years and that's a long time. You know, it's getting a little 80s ish around here. It kind it of is, the yeah. Steelers and their lack of participation in championship games and the Super Bowl. Those two teams last night, I, I, I hate to break it to you, Steelers fans. They're just, they're a couple miles ahead of you right now. They. Uh, you could say a couple, they're more than you could say more than a couple. They're miles. more than one off season of work yeah. ahead of you and where you need to get to be there. But my main, I don't want to call it a concern, Jacob, but I don't see Pickett ever getting to a Mahomes level. I don't see him really ever getting to a Hurts level either, honestly. But that doesn't mean he's bad. I don't know about that. Doesn't mean he's bad. Uh huh. And that doesn't mean that he can't win. Hmm. I don't know, but about, I don't know if he's going to be the Superman. Like put I don't on the know cape and because Hurts it took what three years? It did. He's just such a different style of quarterback. Yeah, though. but he could be good. He could be better in other he ways. Could be better in other ways. Yeah. And I think those ways have to be the surgical way. You know, an assassin, mm-hmm. smarter than the defense, deadly accurate. Kind of, kind of like I hate this because people always try to make this out to be the comparison, but like. Kind of the way Joe Burrow seems to be carving mm. out his his niches as far as the hierarchy is concerned. Like, I don't think he'll be as good as Joe Burrow, and I'm sick when people say that. As who? Joe Burrow. Okay, thank you. But the archetype is similar to where I think if Kenny's going to get to that elite status, he's going to look more Burrow-ish than he's going to look Mahomes, Hurts, Allen-ish. That's just the way I feel well, his style translates to the NFL. Really quickly, a quick tangent here. You just brought up the name Josh Allen. How do you think he feels after watching Mahomes and Hurts battle out like that? 
and thinking, I was supposed to be that guy. I was supposed to make that jump, Still take my team to the Super Bowl, possibly win MVP, and get and win Super Bowl MVP. Still might be that guy. I don't know. Still might be that guy. I'm not. I do feel like there's a little writing off of Josh Allen and the Bills happening right now. I will not be a part of that, sir. I think the jury is still out on Allen and the Bills. Clearly, the turnovers are a problem. And when Brian Dayball left for New York, that turnover problem reared its ugly head in a way that it had. And since he got there and since Josh Allen was a young pup in this league, a rookie second-year player, cannot turn the ball over the way that he did last year. And I think he knows that and he needs to correct that. But on top of that, the Bills took a big swing in this offseason with Vaughn Miller. Right. And he ended up getting hurt. And you don't have him for the game against the Bengals. You wouldn't have had him for a hypothetical game against the Chiefs. You didn't have him, I mean, for any of the playoff games. Any of the games. playoff yeah. games, you don't have him. Didn't, he, didn't even have him for the potential uh, conference-deciding game between the Bengals and the regular season. I know this is easy because I'm armed with hindsight and he got hurt. And he's still a great player when he's healthy. I think they reeled in a big fish on the wrong side of the football. Yes, they needed maybe that extra splash guy on the defensive side to contain Mahomes, and you know they thought that if they added Von Miller, what Mahomes did in that overtime last year in the playoffs won't happen again to them. They'll be able to get a lot more pressure on him. I think they should have gone the other way and signed a big receiver or a big playmaker on the offensive Beyond football. someone that's not named Josh Allen or, or, or Stephon Diggs. Diggs. They, yeah. they got to give him... Gabe Davis ain't gonna be the guy. No, you know, they he want, can have he can have his game. one game of the year yeah, that's where he third. explodes. That's a number three. Uh huh. They keep wanting him to make that evo- uh, evolution to a number two. It ain't gonna happen with Gabe Davis. They tried to bring in Emmanuel Sanders for a couple years and make Didn't him work. that number two. He was just but, past his prime. Right. He was he was like a thirty four year old guy, thirty five year old guy. They go out this year and they bring Cole. Like that's the straws they're grasping. They bring Cole Beasley mm-hmm. back in to help out their their offense in the passing game. No big, big, big name. Von Miller is a big name, I, but on I the mean. wrong I, side of the football. I think it was on the wrong side of the football. Um, I think their defense wouldn't have been as good, and I think it, you saw it wasn't as good when he mm-hmm. got hurt, but I think it would have been serviceable, and the amount of improvement that that would have potentially given your offense to have another big wide receiver there, mm-hmm. I think makes up for your drop buff on the defensive side of the ball. That was a team that I really thought should be banging on Odell Beckham Jr.'s door. Buffalo uh, last year mm-hmm. and get that number two guy. But to wrap up our tangent on the Bills, I'll be watching them this offseason to see how they improve what around they do. Allen and yeah. Diggs. Because if it's just Allen and Diggs again playing, you know, a two man game in 2024, you're not going to win 12 games and they'll lose in the playoffs. Right. Yeah. That's just they need how to goes, get more yeah. weaponry on that offense. Because side. you also expect them to lose some pieces on defense. Yes. Too. And they need to get a running game around. Allen. Yeah, it right. can't just be when the going gets tough, Allen becomes a bowling ball and runs mm-hmm. 18 yards down the field. Again, that's going to get you 12 wins and an exit in the playoffs. Right. He's built for that now, but 10, 10 years down the line, he can't be doing that. No. So the Bill, I'm not ready to give up on the Bills yet, but I am a little colder on them. Yeah. I don't think that they're, as an organization, necessarily hitting all the right notes on the piano as far as trying to build this team into a contender. Well, they are a contender. Trying to build a team to win a Super Bowl. Uh, around Josh Allen with the Steelers like I said at the beginning of this episode this isn't a one-off season type of thing this isn't something that you know we have a couple of good draft picks in 2023's draft and Kenny takes an amazing step forward and all of a sudden you're 
down three with two minutes to go at Arrowhead Stadium in the AFC Championship game. Like, that's not going to happen mm-hmm. in the snap of a finger. It's going to take a couple off seasons, I think, to build up to uh, where they need to be to compete with this AFC. But kind of what I was trying to say about Kenny, and, and I hope I wasn't coming off as I think this guy's a bust. He'll never be as good as the elite quarterbacks is. I think for the, for him to be at his best and for the team to be at his best, they, they kind of got to go with the Eagles approach and have just build, a build, great build, roster build, build. all the yep. way around. No real weaknesses. I mean, it's easier said than done. Of course, of course. Yeah. No real weaknesses. But I'm saying that that's the way that I see them getting back to that, okay. that height because I just don't see Kenny becoming home mm. Superman. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and, but and you've being seen the sole reason why you've seen good. teams win with not all time great quarterbacks, like teams that didn't have a Tom Brady or a Patrick Mahomes. They were able to get there without those kind of guys, and they were able to win. Defensively, I think that's what's they, they got to be the flag bearer for the Steelers. I mean, so they made improvements from 2021 to 2022, but they need to make another step or another two steps, really. They have to reestablish themselves as that top five defense. Do you remember in the preseason, Minka Fitzpatrick had said it in, in like a like at the end of training camp one day when the reporters were just asking questions to whoever would take them, he had said, we expect ourselves to be top five in every category defensively this year. And that wasn't the case. They have to get back to that point in order for, I think, to really elevate this team or and elevate maybe the the play of Kenny Pickett, a young Kenny Pickett, to say, okay, we were a 9-8 and team this year with this defense. This defense, if it's going to be a top five in every category, that could be a 10-11 win team. And that could be a team that I think wins a playoff win 10 game. games next year. I think they're they're going to take that step, or at least I hope they're going to take that step. You would hope, but yeah, you would hope. Um, I'm not so I'm not so convinced just because the AFC, especially now, uh, um, with so many quarterbacks and so many teams, I Rogers is probably coming over here. Right, Rogers is probably going to play New York. Raiders, Jets, Raiders, Jets. Either way, he's coming to the AFC. So right, it's it's yeah. I mean, think about it. Derek Carr will probably go to the Jets if Rogers doesn't, and Rogers will go to the Raiders. If that's where Carr leaves from. If I was Carr, I'd go to the NFC, though. I'd try to get the hell out of that AFC and, and look around and have to beat Hertz and Dak and That's about it. Maybe Stafford if Who are he's the other o- quarterbacks. If he's okay after his UCL injury. But I don't think Stafford's gonna be the same. Like that's G- think about, I mean, Gino and the Gino? NFC. Like, I don't expect Gino to just it was a great story, the comeback season. You know what I would do if I was Derek Carr? I would join like the Carolina Panthers or the Bucks. See, I don't I don't agree. Why? I bet you win that division next year. You win the division, but what do you do? Like you don't win anything beyond that. It's Derek Carr. Was he is he ever gonna win anything beyond that? I guess not. We don't the, know. The I easier mean, path is in the NFC. Does so, he go to Green Bay if Aaron Rodgers leaves from there? Oh, what about a one for one deal there? Yeah. Carr and a couple picks for for Rodgers. If I was Carr. And for that matter, if I was Rodgers, I just want to stick on the just, NFC side yeah. of things. It's it's a much but you, the only less two teams here for Rodgers are the Raiders, are the Raiders and, the and the Jets. Yeah, I think the Packers are done with him. I I, I think that they've kind of had their fed yeah, up. I moment. cannot get a read. I mean, he's going to go into his darkness cabin. I think he's there already. I think as we speak, he's sitting there, Indian style, naked on the floor, doing God knows what. He's drugs. doing it for a month. So when he comes he's just out, tripping out like that's all he's doing. He's just he's just I don't a know what the hell that guy does. Don't but, you? I was listening to Levitard Show podcast and they're 
producer extraordinaire Mike Ryan was talking about, isn't it weird how he's skating for just like being a drug guy now? Like yeah, he comes right. out last he's year and admits clearly, like yeah. I did ayahuasca, like I, I I'm I bend my mind with different substances. And then he has a year that's not terrible, but not Aaron Rodgers MVP best, level. Yeah. And like no one's being like, maybe he's just a huge drug head, and he had one of his and worst years ever. To do like, with it. Yeah. yeah, like it's weird. He's skate. He's right about that. Uh, uh, Mike Ryan from Levitar. Like he is skating a little bit too much on that. Like, like imagine if another quarterback did that. Like imagine if Derek Carr was just like, yeah, I tripped acid a lot this past uh, mm-hmm. off season, and then the Raiders had the season that they did. He'd be getting crushed. He'd be getting crushed right now. So it's weird that like Rodgers is like, yeah, trip on ayahuasca, and everybody's like, wow, he's so cool, man. It's like, no, dude, stop doing drugs and right. stop playing football. Getting back to the original point, though, yeah, about, the, about the Steelers, I mean, it's it's relevant, though, because Rodgers could be coming to the AFC. If Think about this. If both Derek Carr and Rodgers are playing in the AFC, say it's it's Carr in New York and then it's Rodgers in, in Vegas or some combination of the sort, right? Or maybe it's Carr in Baltimore and Lamar goes somewhere. I don't, really, like, you gotta, I don't know where Lamar is going to play either. But if Lamar stays, that's Josh Allen with the Bills, Two with the Dolphins, somebody with the Jets, because you have to expect the Jets are going to. They got to get a veteran. Yeah. They're going to get. They're going to put somebody Let's just there. Just say Carr for hypothetical right. purposes. Baltimore with Lamar. Kyrie uh, and Cincy. Bengal Burrow and, and Bengals. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson maybe in the Browns. Maybe he's good. Like maybe Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. Uh, Russell Wilson with now Sean Payton in Denver. That has to help. You actually have a real coach. It has to help. Like you have a real coach. And have you noticed that Peyton has already kind of squashed some of the Russell Wilson BS around the Yeah, place? right. Like, he's not having that. Someone said Broncos. Pat McAfee said, let's ride to him. And he's like, not riding anymore. Uh-huh. Like, we're done with that. And he also, the big one was they asked him about Russell having his personal quarterback coach around the facility. Like, not a, a Broncos coach. His personal guy around the Broncos facility all last year. And Peyton mm-hmm. was like, um, I'm not aware of that, but. Only people in the building are people who work for the Broncos. Right. So, like, he's squashed. Like, he's a real coach. So, it's it's a real – it's going to be a real team next yeah. year, you expect it. Or at least an improved team. And Herbert, then you have Herbert and the Chargers. In, in Vegas. So, the only teams I left out were the Pittsburgh Steelers, the New England Patriots with Mac Jones, and then the three teams in the AFC South. But the what? Texans, the Colts, and the Titans. Okay, but the Texans and the Colts – are getting a first, are getting get a CJ Shroud and, Bryce, and Young. Uh, Bryce Young. One of them's good. Then there's another one that you have to throw into the equation. It's the arms race of quarterbacks in the AFC side of things is insane. So that's why I'm saying, like you said, oh, they, they I expect them to be a 10 win team, 11 win team. Maybe not. I just don't. I just don't know if you can in this stacked of a conference, right? You say, oh my God, this division is so good, or this this conference, Tom, is so wildly competitive. I don't know where the direction is going to go, other than. The Chiefs are probably going to be the team to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Hey, guys. It's Rich Davis from Covino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.
So you have to practice a little bit of patience with the Steelers, I think. It's going to be a slower, yeah. it's got to be a slower Like you said, there are a couple of off seasons away. I think they are. And I want some trench warfare. Like I want that to be the strategy going into the next couple of off seasons. Of course you have to pick wide receivers every once in a while. You have to you have to replenish the cupboard in all the positions, but I want some linemen on the offensive and the defensive side of the ball because I know they lost in the game yesterday. But that's how the Eagles were built, with a strong offensive line and a stronger defensive line. And look at how they're set up to have sustained success now for the next five years or so. So because of how good their trenches are, uh, I think that's where the Steelers need to focus on building up their team. Um, And, of course, that's only one part of the equation. Because the other part of the equation is, and you kind of alluded to this earlier when I was saying, you know, talking about Mahomes, talking about Hurts versus Pickett. Pickett's got to make a jump mm-hmm. to not be as good as Hurts. He's got to make a He's jump. Got to make a Hurts-like jump, though, in this off season or the next one. By year three. He's got to make that be real somewhere, big leap right. that it's like, okay, he's now a top 15 quarterback. He's got to do NFL. something that he can make a jump where the Steelers are suddenly the surprise team that found their way in the AC Conference championship game. Exactly. Right? He's He's got to be able to, and uh, Mr. Rooney said this, they got to score more points on offense this year. And so that's, that's the next one big thing step that's for kind Kenny of promising to, to me. More points on the one board. thing that's kind of promising to me by Art Rooney when he said that. Uh, granted, just because he said it doesn't mean it's going to come true. But he did say Najee Harris's rookie year, their priority is to run the ball more, and that's what they did. They turned their attention, they turned their focus. Last year, even, he said even we, with Ben Roethlisberger, who loves to have the ball in his hands, they still ran the ball more. Last year, he said we can't be dead last in rush defense. And they were top ten rush defense right. this year. So we so seen for two him years to say for him to say we need to score more points. I expect him to do something about it, not just speak it into existence or manifest it. I expect him to do something this offseason to fix that issue. And what does he do this offseason? I think you go beef in the first couple of picks. I think you really beef up that offensive line that improved over the course of this season. Mm-hmm. Make it even better. You are hopefully going to have a healthy Najee at the start of this season as opposed to last year. Mm-hmm. And you already know about the one-two punch going into next season where it took, uh, what, you'd say middle of the season for you to really be like, okay, Warren is a guy that can be a number two running back. So you've got your one-two punch there. you got your number one receiver in Pickens. I think Deontay's going to have a bounce back year this year. I, I believe that. I mean, he's got to score a touchdown. I believe he will have If he a- scores a touchdown, do you consider it a bounce back year? I believe he's going to score five touchdowns next year. He's going to have a much better season, and he's just too good of a receiver to not, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's, I, I know we get on him on the drops, and that's a big problem, but like, the guy gets open so right. freaking much. Like, you would be shocked if he just continued to tailspin, wouldn't you? Like, Absolutely. if this was the start of but his downfall. But it wasn't downfall. even a tailspin. He just didn't find the end zone. Yeah, that's he almost not had a thousand yards. That's not necessarily his fault. He was playing with a quarterback that got benched and a rookie guy. Like it's not his fault he didn't score. So I think he, he got, came close a multitude of times. I'm excited to also see the uh, step that Fryermuth takes. Uh, I was going to say Pickens, Pickens and Pickens is one right now, in my opinion. And you know, you've got a good nucleus there mm-hmm. to start with. Yeah, with Kenny, with the five young guys: Kenny, Pat, George, Deontay, and who am I missing? Naj. Najee. Thank you. Those guys, that, I mean, it's, because, consider it, Tom, you're going to have five offensive linemen, so that takes up half of your offense. To have the other five already be figured out, you're just looking for maybe one or two more pieces. 
That's a pretty that's a pretty good place to start building from. Let's let's uh put it this way. Here's my my vision map for the Steelers. 2023, they win like 10 games. Maybe they get the seven seed. Maybe they get the six seed, depending on how things fall. I, you're competitive. So this is a key word. You're competitive in that first playoff game. I'm sick of the past mm. two playoff games being blowouts. Blowouts. You're competitive in the first playoff game. Maybe you lose it, but you're competitive in it. Or even if it's competitive, you're just not, don't allow 40-plus points. Yes. I don't want to get boat raced. This is the past three times that we've been boat raced. Even though like you that. kept it competitive against Jacksonville, you, you still, still got boat them raced points 45 wise. points against. So definitely need to see improvement there. And then the year after that, I want to go into the 2024 offseason with some real optimism, with some real. They add a couple more pieces here or there, maybe draft another defensive lineman this year with their first round pick. I think you're looking at an 11 and 12 win team. That's. That's kind of my vision quest right there. By 2024, I want to be heading into that season. I want to be doing these podcasts with you with some real, not just they can sneak into the playoff as a seven-seed optimism, but some real we can get into the playoffs as a five-seed, maybe win the division, and we can beat anybody in the AFC. Not saying we will. Not saying we're as good as anybody in the AFC, but we can step on the field with them and, and hold our own. So that's really where I'm at, and I'm sure Steelers fans – Hate to hear that because that's still two years away. You want kind of pirates ish, but right, it's it's, yeah. the, it's where you're at right now. You got to kind of look. You, ex- you kind of got to look at the forest through the trees. And you, I mean, the pirates thing is just comical because the pirates and Steelers are such opposite end of the spectrum I mean, run organizations. That's part of my little thing here, I I just said in this next year right. they're going to win ten games and make the playoffs. Right, like, that's not the pirates, pirates are not doing that. Pirates are lose hundred games, lose hundred games, lose hundred. Sign games, Andrew McCutcheon at the end of his career, and then lose hundred games again. So they aren't selling hope like the Pirates do, but you kind of do need to buy into hope mm-hmm. with the Steelers that they are going to build this thing right. And I'm very, very excited to see how this new front office operates with Tomlin, Weidel, and Khan. Uh, I think that, you know, it's it's interesting to have two new minds in the room. Well, I guess one new mind really with Weidel, but Khan having a more expanded role. And then, of course, you still have the guy who can kind of keep the consistencies there with Mike Tomlin. I'm, I'm very interested to see how that mm-hmm. three-headed monster handles these next couple of years, these next couple of drafts, these next couple of free agent classes. And if Weidel's track record is an indicator and the Steelers are going to really listen and buy into what Weidel has to say, you're going to be getting some high-quality premium beef because that dude right. loves, loves building the trenches. I mean, that's what he did in Philadelphia. So. so that's that's Again, though, you don't know what Weidel's say is going to be. Mm-hmm. I think Tomlin probably has the final say when it comes to talent evaluation. But if they take Weidel's opinions into account, I think you'll be seeing a lot of linemen being taken, not in the third and fourth rounds like the Steelers have since 2012, 2011, mm-hmm. but in the first and second round where you get some high-pedigree kind of players. Yeah, I mean... The formula is there, right? It's just, will it execute that way? And I just don't know, Tom, if given this, given the state of the AFC, it's it's not so much what's what's going to happen with the Steelers internally because I trust them to do the right thing. It's how hard will it be with the rest of the AFC. It's more so dependent on the other teams in the conference that I judge the Steelers' success down the the next couple of seasons on. Defensively, 
This is a new age in defense. You almost have to be more Bengals-ish than like Steel Curtain Steelers-ish because the Steel Curtain Steelers don't exist anymore. You're not going to shut a team out for three weeks straight and then give up three points and then six points. It ain't going to happen. You're going to give up at least 16 points per game in the NFL these days. It's just the way that Mm -hmm. the the league is geared towards offense. It's the way that it's going to go. But the Bengals are so good at taking away elite quarterbacks and making elite quarterbacks life a living hell. That's what the Steelers have to do. They have to be able to take away the middle of the field much better than they do. Tight ends. And I think that starts with your inside linebackers. They got to get better there. And they got to get a lot of pressure on the quarterback. And that's something that they've done great for the past five years, except for last year. TJ getting hurt, I don't think helped very much with that. But they need to see a resurgence in the sack getting department. And if they can take away tight ends and easy schemed stuff in the middle of the field, Mm -hmm. then I think that you're going to be able to stall a Kansas City offense from scoring in the 40s, and maybe they're only scoring 24, 25 mm-hmm. points, and that's something that's more reasonable for you to try to catch up to as I mean, offense. maybe, because the offense hasn't been able to score 20 points in the last couple of seasons. Or you put a lot of pressure on Mahomes, and he steps out of 18 sacks and just keeps hitting Kelsey down the middle of the field for 55-plus yards every time. Like All of this episode of how far the Steelers are away and how to close the gap, like it's extremely hypothetical, and... It's a lot easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot easier to be like, yeah, all they, they got to do is take away the middle of the field and get a lot of pressure on mm-hmm. Mahomes. That's it. Why are they making it so difficult? Like, they even said, I think, I don't know who it was, but they interviewed Kelsey after the game and they were like, you're always open and everybody knows that the ball is going to you. I think it was Tara. I think it was Tara Bradshaw. <laughs> He's like, everybody in the world knows you're getting the ball, but you're still open all the time. It's just a marvel to watch him run routes right, and get open right. like that in the middle of the field. So, again, it's not like get a couple of linebackers in here and Travis Kelsey's not a problem anymore, but you got to be able to slow him down. At least bit. slow him you down. Gotta slow right. him down. Yeah. Which I think the Eagles did for an extended period of that game. Because if you're the Steelers playing the Chiefs, the Chiefs are going to say, look at that hole at inside linebacker for the Steelers. There's no way. That Travis Kelsey is being slowed down is there's no way that he shouldn't be able to get three touchdowns and 200 yards against the Steelers every single time they play. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I I think none of this you know optimism that we're spinning and closing the gap within the next two years happens unless they fix the inside backer spot, the spot that has been plaguing them since Shazier's tragic right, injury. Yeah. They have not been able to figure that spot out. It is so important in the NFL to have somebody in the middle of that defense that's a stud. And if they don't get that figured out, yeah, maybe they can still win 11 games, 12 games in 2024. Maybe they can sneak a division away from the Bengals or the Ravens. But they're but a team of little consequence in, and, the, in the playoffs. Exactly, and I won't have much faith in them doing much damage once you know the going gets real mm-hmm. tough because of their whole, like you said, once you get to the divisional round and you're going into Buffalo. You're playing the best you have teams. to go into Kansas yeah. City or Cincinnati in the mm-hmm. AFC Championship game. They're going to look at the middle of the field and they're going to be – it's like in the water boy when he's looking for his guy to onside kick to. Oh, right. yeah, there's my guy. There's my guy, right. Like, that's the guy. They're going to look at the middle linebackers, and that's what they're going to say. So that's why you got to give yourself that window of two years because it can't all be mm-hmm. – you can't add beef on defensive and offensive lines, get another receiver, fix your inside linebacker spot, and get a number one corner in one single offseason. I mean, if you do, hats off to you. That's one of the greatest offseasons I've ever seen. But it's just not going to happen. You're not going to do that. A more, right. You need a bigger window of offseason time than just this one coming. Yeah, in. you're going to have to take steps. It's not going to be one fell swoop of success. Yeah, no question. And 
again, I don't want this to say like, oh, this, you don't think the Steelers are going to be competitive. I think they're going to be competitive next year. And it's just going to be ultra competitive. The, I'm just talking about where, how long until they realistically can get to that point where they are in the same breath or that tier right below the char- the Chargers, the Chiefs, <laughs> the Bills, and the Bengals. The Chargers are the tier that the Steelers are trying to get to. That Chargers, Ravens, Dolphins tier where they're kind of all sitting underneath them. And yeah. like, who is that third, that fourth team that could emerge? And, and cause problems for the big three. Jerry's still out. Steelers could definitely throw their hat right. in that ring, but they got to get much improved to do that. Did you miss any of our show today? Don't worry. Because oh, you can download full episodes I, I, of all I, of our SNR podcasts. I personally wasn't worried, but I appreciate it. Because you know the, you can download all right. of our episodes. Shows like The Drive uh, with Dale and Matt, Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, our show here, The Steelers Standard, as well as many other podcasts are all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. It's the dark days now, man. I mean, we're in the off no season football. We'll do a lot of off we're in the end talk game now. later in the week, probably turn our eye towards free agency as that is the next big step of the NFL. That's in calendar. a month, right? Yep. About middle of March is when mm-hmm. free agency starts. So probably should start sinking our teeth into some nice guys that we like on the market. And maybe we'll have some fun with some top 10 lists around the league as well. Summertime means you can get fun too. Right. So uh, even Look, though it's February, it's kind of the summer. It's kind of the summer. We're looking forward to a fun offseason uh, of Steelers Standard with you guys. For Jacob Recht, I'm Tom Offerman. Thanks, as always, for listening. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.